0: Hey guys, this is Tommy with Tommy Nation Politics. How's everyone doing today?
1: Science is more than a body of knowledge. It is a way of thinking. I have a foreboding of an America in my children's or grandchildren's time when the United States is a service and information economy, when nearly all the key manufacturing industries have slipped away to other countries, When awesome technological powers are in the hands of a very few and no one representing the public interest can even grasp the issues. When the people have lost the ability to set their own agendas or knowledgeably question those in authority. When clutching our crystals and nervously consulting our horoscopes, our critical faculties in decline, unable to distinguish between what feels good and what's true, we slide, almost without noticing, back into superstition and darkness. The dumbing down of America is most evident in the slow decay of substantive content in the enormously influential media, the 30-second sound bites, now down to 10 seconds or less, lowest common denominator programming, credulous presentations on pseudoscience and superstition, but especially a kind of celebration of ignorance. As I write, the number one video cassette rental in America is the movie Dumb and Dumber. Beavis and Butthead remain popular and influential with young TV viewers, The plain lesson is that study and learning, not just of science, but of anything, are avoidable, even undesirable. We've arranged a global civilization in which most crucial elements, transportation, communications, and all other industries, agriculture, medicine, education, entertainment, protecting the environment, and even the key democratic institution of voting, profoundly depend on science and technology. We've also arranged things so that almost no one understands science and technology. This is a prescription for disaster. We might get away with it for a while, but sooner or later, this combustible mixture of ignorance and power is going to blow up in our faces.
2: 35 years after The Handmaid's Tale was published, a new generation of young women were enthralled when the dark, terrifying story of Gilead came to television. The handmaid's uniform, a symbol for them of a variety of women's rights issues from Argentina to Belfast and at demonstrations against the US president in London. But you. In the dystopian, totalitarian state of Gilead, all women are subjugated to the needs of men, neither allowed to read nor to move freely, own property or handle money. Most chillingly, they're deprived of control over their own bodies. You girls will serve the leaders of the faithful and their barren wives. You will bear children for them. Oh, you are so lucky. The handmaids live in sexual servitude, forced to repopulate a world that has no moral compass. Blessed be the fruit. Now the real world, struck by a pandemic, is in uncertain and troubled times. Societal change is perhaps inevitable fertile territory for a writer of Margaret Atwood's imagination. Gilead, as portrayed on television, will be back for a fourth season, but only when COVID allows. Well, earlier I spoke to Margaret Atwood and I started by asking her whether fans of her books, The Handmaid's Tale and The Testaments, could expect to see them on screen as a
3: single narrative. I think that's the idea. So they were quite happy when The Testaments turned up because it gave them more material and the person who was extremely happy was was ann Dowd, who said she'd been praying every night for more aunt lydia and then it appeared uh, so in fact she read aunt lydia for the audiobook and came to london to help us launch the book last year so we did try to make sure there were no big discrepancies in fact we tried to make sure there were no discrepancies
2: so it will and everybody will be interested to hear it it will make it to tv
3: Well, you can't ever say anything definite about TV, as you know, but uh, I think that is the intention.
2: Um, So much of uh, the story of Gilead is horrifying, but it's almost like the horror is manageable as long as you yourself are living not in a totalitarian state, but in a democracy. And I wonder if indeed that message is as important, if not more so than it was 35 years ago when you wrote The Handmaid's Tale.
3: I think it's hideously important so for a while there we thought end of history it was the 90s no more cold war bloody da but but that isn't what next happened so i think people started getting uh, scared with 9 11 and and then with the financial meltdown and and then the united states became polarized in a way that we really haven't seen since the 30s so yeah i'm nervous because uh, you you know what the playbook for and, an impending dictatorship is, and when the boxes start getting checked off, you get quite nervous. So looking as you do
2: from Canada over the border to the U.S. election, um, how, how do you think that is playing out in terms of polarization? Is it the result, no matter what it is, going to be uh, less polarizing one way or the other, or do you think increasingly America is a polarized country?
4: Tonight, the vaccine battle reaching a fever pitch in the nation's capital. If there is risk, there must be choice. Thousands rallying on the National Mall for the defeat the mandates protest, featuring some of the nation's most prominent anti-vaxxers.
0: Tried to get a burger last night, we got turned away because we didn't have a proof of vaccination card. I'm not anti-vax, I'm fully vaccinated, but not this vaccine. Main reason being is because it's quote unquote experimental.
4: That's not true. COVID-19 vaccines are fully approved, more scrutinized for safety than any vaccine in history. Supporters say mandating vaccines is the only way to get life back to normal and to protect those most vulnerable. But a new NBC News poll shows deep pessimism that may be hampering the vaccine effort. Seven in 10 Americans believe the country's on the wrong track. And 53% disapprove of President Biden's handling of COVID, his worst numbers yet. And just 45% say they're vaccinated and boosted. Everybody wants to say we're extremists. And all I can say is we're living in extreme times. Mr. Biden suffering yet another blow to his vaccine push on Friday. His vaccine mandate for federal workers blocked in court.
5: Obviously, we we are confident in our legal authority here.
4: Across the U.S., a tale of two pandemics, one showing glimmers of hope in the Northeast and Mid-Atlantic as cases plummet in areas where Omicron may have peaked. In New York, once the nation's COVID epicenter, the governor is citing a 66% drop in just the last two weeks. This
6: is extraordinary progress.
4: But in the South and the West, where Omicron hit later, a different story entirely. One of cases surging, setting new records, and overrunning hospitals. But Dr. Anthony Fauci says he is hopeful the rest of the country will soon see a turnaround, possibly by mid-February. We don't want to get overconfident, but they look like they're going in the right direction right now. There's a big caveat, Fauci predicting more pain and suffering in areas where fewer people are vaccinated and boosted.
3: And Josh joins us now from the National Mall. So Josh, was this protest against the vaccine itself or targeted more at the mandates?
4: Well, they say it's about the mandates, but the speeches today were filled with misinformation about vaccine risks. And we asked rallygoers whether they themselves were vaccinated. All but one of them told us they weren't.
6: The administration is withdrawing its COVID-19 vaccination and testing regulations aimed at large businesses. This comes after the Supreme Court blocked the rule earlier this month. OSHA says it's revoking the requirements too, but they're still prioritizing resources to focus on finalizing a permanent health care standard for COVID-19. This withdrawal will be effective starting tomorrow. The rule would have affected nearly 80 million people with some exceptions for those with religious objections.
0: Free thinking, innovative, and totally open-minded, Tommy Nation Politics.
6: Well, rising home prices and housing inventory issues has made for a highly competitive housing market. But one main factor that millennials are shying away from home ownership is student debt. Here to break it down is Jessica Louts, National Association of Realtors, Vice President of Demographics and Behavioral Insights. Jessica, thanks so much for joining us today. So how much more are millennials spending now on housing and education as well compared to previous generations of the same age? Yeah,
5: so that's really the problem that we see when we look at budgets of those who are under the age of 25. So they're thinking about saving for a down payment for a home. But right now with rising rents and also looking at their down payment um, and just what they need to pull together with rising home prices, it's being very difficult for them to do it and pay for their student loan debt at the end of the month as well. What about some of the uh, pandemic relief we've been seeing regarding student loans? Has that helped? you know, open up or free up any, any liquidity for these millennials as they search for their first home? Yes. For 38% of student loan debt holders, we know that the pandemic, it did get them closer to paying down their student loan debt. So that's been a, a very big help because not only did they take advantage of these pandemic relief programs, they were able to move to more affordable areas. They were able to move in with their parents and they cut spending on restaurants and entertainment like the rest of us did as well.
6: Do you see the housing market, you know, seeing any meaningful growth this year? Because inventory is at an all-time low. Prices continue to be astronomical. So many are priced out of it.
5: Yeah, it, it is really difficult, um, and right now we are expecting that uh, people will be interested in entering the housing market, but it's very difficult when they see these double-digit uh, growth in prices, but then also the extremely limited inventory, the lowest amount of inventory that we actually have reported back to 1999 when we first started collecting that data. So it's very hard for a home buyer to find a home when there's none for uh, sale right now. We know that buying a home is still sort of the number one way uh, to build wealth, but what are what are millennials to do if they're strapped with all of this debt? What are some ways that they can sort of see their way clear to maybe save a little bit more at the end of each month so that they'll have that down payment and eventually be able to afford the home? Yeah, and I will say for the for the typical millennial that's out there, they're thinking this is an eight-year timeline for them to really be able to pay down their student loan debt and save for a home. So thinking about this long-term, thinking about cutting spending where you can, saving where you can, maybe that's the tax return or a gift from loved ones that you can chalk into savings right now and really be able to save for that down payment. And maybe that's farther off, but putting that away today can be a big boom for the future. So my advice to everyone out there who's frustrated, sad, angry, pissed off, Feel those emotions, go to kickboxing class, have a margarita, do whatever you need to do this weekend. And then wake up on Monday morning, we gotta keep fighting. And what that means, Lindsay, is we have to keep talking to members about federal legislation. That's essential. That's something that can be permanent, that can make sure people's rights are protected. But we also need to uh, make sure people are educated in states across the country about what their rights are, uh, how they can vote, when they can vote, how to request an absentee ballot. There's a lot we need to do on that front, and that's gonna rely on the energy and the anger of those that activism as well
7: free thinking, innovative and totally
0: open while well, today we marvel Politics. at the extraordinary accomplishment and now storm time by total reaction Politics. to the US constitution when it was presented to them for their signatures was considerably less enthusiastic And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Last words Be responsible. Responsibility. Happy talky, talky, happy talk. Talk about things you like to do. No thanks, gospel guy. I got exactly the things I want to say right now.
3: I want you all to hear it. Do you hear what I'm saying to you?
0: What's 20 being? I don't know man, Who cares? Let's just play this guys. Happy, what? Anniversary. What Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary to all my wonderful American right? brothers and
3: sisters.
7: Democratic America. Democratic. America, mm-hmm. America, mm-hmm. America, mm-hmm. America. Mm-hmm. America. Mm-hmm.
3: fuck
0: yeah. we into going to wars no. and we don't ever get Democratic. out. Yeah, America, mm-hmm. fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Elect like dementia, riddled old racist, yeah. So guys, okay. You might be wondering like what exactly this is the anniversary of well I don't know if you guys remember but uh on January 20th January 20th guys uh, last year our first Dixie Crat dementia riddled old racist uh, cri- sleaze sleazeball crime bill writing social security cutter Joseph Elizabeth Biden was inaugurated into the presidency of, as the 46th office the recipient. Motion, and upon US doing so, he brought to our shores by inflation, of 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 jobs, by inflation border, crises, border crises, National Guardsmen, martial law, and of course, let's not forget, like mandated vaccines grandpa, course, and um, complete and utter disregard for human life, bodily autonomy, Civil liberties, or, you know, just honest to goodness, pretty much like and I care about anybody with his family. But guess what? Happened? Hunter Biden. Everything builds up around them. But uh be that as it may, guys. We have a few anniversaries to celebrate, and so I just would like to celebrate them. Happy anniversary to Mr. Biden. Mr. Biden, this year is your one year anniversary of non-fundamental change. Yes, Mr. Biden, you made it a whole year without nothing fundamentally changing, just like you promised Citigroup, Bloomberg, Goldman Sachs, Capital One, and all the Bank of America, Merrill Lynch, J.P. Morgan, Chase, Bank. was uh, bankrolled you to high heaven so that you could beat the Orange Menace known as Donald Trump. This is your one-year anniversary of all of your of all of your donors and your puppet and your and your know, people that hold your strings. These people, yes. These people have a one-year anniversary with Joseph Elizabeth Biden. This is a one-year anniversary of Joseph Elizabeth Biden not doing police reform. This is one year of Joseph Elizabeth Biden not canceling student loan debt. This is one year. President Joseph Elizabeth Biden not not slimming down the deficit, not balancing the budget. Not legalizing marijuana, not giving health care during a pandemic, not so much as giving a shit about anybody but his donors, because as he said in the factory in Michigan when he was campaigning, look fat, I don't work for you, buddy. And that has been the truest fucking statement of his entire fucking existence. Definitely truer than we he was plagiarizing speeches as that kiddoke. A labor worker party guy from fucking England, who was definitely truer when he sa- uh, didn't say oh, I'm a Biden, Biden, I mean just from the bottom of my heart, we're gonna get out of Iraq. He to do a surge in Iraq. <laughs> guys, not only is this President Biden's one year anniversary of non-fundamental change, but I just have to say guys, this is now the 30th term of Ronald Reagan. And uh, I hope we're all happy and we're all just making sure that uh, nothing fundamentally changes like the old dementia-racist ra- uh, Dixiecrat in the White House. Well, because by God, as the Democrats live and breathe, I wonder, are they incompetent by design, or really that incompetent? I wonder why Nancy Pelosi is ninety-fucking-two when she's going to ask for another term in the fucking office. What is she, Does she not like her husband? Why, guys, why in the world do you need 40 terms as a senator or congressperson? It's got to be for your own ego. But, guys, be that as it may, we've got the billionaires, we've got the egomaniacs, we've got the narcissists, we've got Supreme Court activist <laughs> judges, and we've got definitely, definitely sexually <laughs> sexual assaulters. But we're never, we ain't never, we ain't never, 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 never gonna have no change. No, we can't. No, we can't, but it's okay guys, it's at least Trump, right? It's so funny how uh, they vote for the guy who's not Trump and he ends up having worse approval ratings, worse economic record, Greenville. more of a liar, and is definitely full Bardo. of foreign influence. He's doing influence all day long, girl, with Xi Jinping. This guy's in love with Xi Jinping, he wants to suck his dick. So anyway guys, that's my report to you, and I hope you have a, you know, a one-year anniversary of happy non-change and uh, non-fundamental change and
5: uh,
0: neoliberal policies. Get back to me at www.tominationpolitics.com. If you have any questions or if you want to make any comments, you can always reach out to us at facebook.com slash Otherwise, guys, please continue to talk about your sports and all the other things that are distracting us from the income inequality. Not seeing just the guilt age. Thank you so much.
7: Have a thanks for
0: joining us today at Nation politics and don't forget to think responsibly The night is dark and full of terrors. Night gathers and my watch begins.
3: It shall not end until my death. I shall take no wife, hold no lands, father no children. I shall wear no crowns and win no glory. I shall live and die in my post. I am the sword in the darkness. I am the watcher on the walls. I am the shield that guards the realms of men. I pledge my life and honor to the Night's Watch, for this night, and all the nights
7: to come. Here, on The Wall.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we've got Dylan from Irida TV back on Nation Politics. So, I'd like to welcome, guys. Hey, guys. This is Tommy with Tommy Nation Politics. How's everyone doing today? Tommy Nation Politics. Dylan. Help Tommy. Look, the muscles on you. What's uh, going on for
8: you? <laughs> oh, just <clears throat> staying incredibly busy, working on something very important, but taking a break.
0: What are you working on? I don't want to know. Now.
8: Uh, putting a putting a business deal together.
0: For real? What? For real? Okay, cool. That. What kind of business deal? I don't know. I just thought I, that'd be a follow up. I know it sounds like I said my business, but so. Well you asked I, I, don't to, I
8: don't want to speak I don't want to speak too much of it yet because if the thing falls through I don't want to say oh look at all the stuff that's gonna happen and then it doesn't happen. But it's uh I've been working on a uh, assisted living acquisition project to acquire assisted living facilities. And I, I think I'm I'm getting close to getting my first one. So
0: assisted living yeah like uh like like uh old homes. mm-hmm okay what are you gonna do what are you gonna do with them make money oh for a second i thought you
7: were gonna Cuomo. oh no
8: no no ain't ain't gonna be none of that shit happening (laughs) on on my turf no no um no would you ever send your mom would you
0: ever send your mom would you ever send your parents to uh, assisted living? Would you ever do that?
8: I'm not the best person to ask about that because I don't have a good relationship with my parents.
0: Well, like me neither. Like when I was a kid, I fucking longed for the day I could send them to old folks. home. You know what I'm saying? But now that I see them yeah. all fucking like with the mortal coil and like, you know, I'm, a, I, I, I'm an adult now. So I knew, I know it's hard, you know, like they're going through stuff. I'm sure now I'm like, I don't think I could, I could do it. You know, but. I, they still fucking drove me insane bro
8: <laughs> well i mean th- one, one thing i've learned with or there's many things i've learned since i've i've embarked on this path is that there's there's some of these facilities that really have their stuff together and they're super duper nice and there's some that are really not very good at all so yeah. uh and then i mean there's also there's so many different levels there's like if you really really need a lot of care and you're and you're the person is kind of on their way out and they just need some comfort on their way out. That's a completely different world from, hey, these guys just need some help eating and maybe bathing and maybe they're starting to get a little bit of dementia and they're forgetting where they're at. Um, that's to- totally different worlds. I'm I'm not in the they're about to die world. I'm in the they just need a little bit more help world. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, so, fr- um, I have a
0: friend, you. she works in hospice. She really finds it like rewarding, like spending the last minutes with uh with, with older people and I, I just think that's so interesting i have like the opposite i'm afraid of death like when i was a kid i wanted to be peter Pan. i can't I, but like, yeah it's just well, amazing it's that different gifts we have i guess yeah and it's have.
8: good that people like her exist because I, I i'm not i don't know if i'm afraid of the death but i'm i'm more like i just don't want to deal with it <laughs> like if someone's dying let let that woman take care of it please because i don't want to do it
7: yeah
0: why, why why do you have that reaction though? because like my, i have that same reaction because i start to feel my more my my mortality that's why so i don't that's why i don't want to deal with it but do you, do you have a different a different kind of feeling on that just wondering cuz like i don't know
8: i think it's more a feeling of awkwardness so m- maybe we're diving into into <laughs> my own personal psychology too much with this but i i kind of learned emotions as a second language uh, part of me growing up was I had this uh, absolutely psychotic mother that uh, I think she enjoyed punishment and would, would look for any reason to, to punish me. And I, I quickly figured out that if I showed any emotion, it would be turned and used against me. So I, I had all my emotions clamped up. And I, it wasn't until my 20s that I actually kind of started figuring out how to, how to deal with emotions. And part of that was there's a lot of like really, I would say, normal situations that most people would find completely normal how to deal with that I was very very awkward and had no idea how to deal with and I just just didn't didn't know how to how to interact with people at all and uh I've gotten over a lot of that and you know a lot of it's been through practice and (laughs) I haven't gotten a lot of practice figuring out how to deal with
7: it you know what I mean
0: yeah, me neither, man. I, 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 dude, I, I relate to you so much because, like, the things you're saying, I went through them too, like, for, to, for the love of me, I don't understand people for the love of me. Like, this is what drives me so crazy is because, like, people want want to have a good life and then they want to have you know kids and whatever, a life. I just want to know why the masses are doing what they're doing over and over and over again without a change and thinking that, that there's going to be a different fucking uh, happening. 20, 2032 2034 2038 down the road somehow we're gonna get fucking whatever we want medicare for all from joe biden none of it makes any sense dylan i, I finally i just had to live after this COVID pandemic after these two parties were robbing us i had to just forgo my whole like i don't give a shit these people are dumb thing because i learned they were dumb after you know i spent four years hating myself because i was gay turns out i didn't have to these people are dumb so like after that, I was just like, you know what, fuck you guys. But now like, now I feel the calling to just like, I have to fucking try to fucking connect with these people because I don't understand why they're doing it, but we have to get our shit together. We have to snap out of it. Otherwise I'm going down the cliff too. So fuck, please.
8: Well, I I think one of the things that really helped me to understand the masses and not, not that I, I'm going to say I fully understand them because... The the last two years has really shown a certain face of the masses that we only saw in zombie movies, <laughs> and is that most people and I'm not going to say they don't have the ability to think, but even though that that describes them, a lot of them. Most people um subject to their rational capacity, or I should even say, they subject their free will to something else. Um, I, I think I might be able to say it better is that most people are unworthy of a soul.
0: Now, when you say things like that, you start to sound like a sociopath. You know that, right? I don't know,
7: right? But it makes sense, no, no. doesn't it though?
8: So, <clears throat> I so, that. I mean, what do I mean by that? Is that if, if we look at this, you know, concept of what, what soul supposed to be, right? Well, it's it's supposed to be the aspect of yourself that's capable of making free will choices, right? and the the insults to say that somebody's unworthy of a soul isn't saying that you don't have the capacity to make that free will choice is that you do have that capacity to make that free will choice and the one fucking choice that you made was to get rid of it (laughs) wow (laughs) please tell me uh, what to do please tell me what to do give this away (sighs) and i think ultimately it boils down to the facts people don't want to have responsibility for their actions.
0: Yes, that's why we have these leaders, these to tell us what to do, even though they're not moral arbiters or better people or actually well, having even principles. If they were better people. Here's the killer.
8: Even even if you did get a moral arbiter who is a better person, the the who understood, hey guys, you need to start thinking for yourselves. You 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 need to reactivate that soul aspect, right? It, no. it, it, it's it's contradictory to what, what what the masses have already been trained to do, which is to say, okay, I'll just go along with whoever, um, not who, and again, it's not necessarily whoever makes decisions for me, because ultimately everybody is making some level of decision. It's how do I get the responsibility off of myself? How do I make well, myself not responsible for my actions? What does that will, do?
0: They, what is does that does that make it better for people? Do, do they feel better? Well, the uh, responsibility.
8: It, 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 does heroin make
0: you you feel better? I mean, not I don't that I've
8: know, ever done I, heroin. I mean,
0: I'm not saying you've done it anymore. I, I I haven't done heroin either. It's not fun. it doesn't look fun. Like I've done a it lot does, of drugs, but heroin doesn't look fun at all. You you it, fucking pass out. And you you're drooling yourself. I don't know right. what the fun is in heroin. Well, but but, but um, I
8: mean, I, I think you understand my point, which is you, you can take a drug that numbs pain. Yeah. And you can say, okay, I want that drug because I like the high, I like the numbness, I like whatever. Yeah. But obviously, you yeah. don't like the condition that it, that is putting your life in, right?
0: I mean, every drug, well, mostly every drug has like a good, a bad side. Heroin, I don't know the good side. Just to like, let you guys know. The, the only good it,
8: side I've heard about heroin is that if you're in, if you're dying and you're in uncontrollable pain, it can help ease you out. Okay. I that's the only, so. that's the only good thing I've heard of, of a potential so, to there, use heroin
0: for. Listen, Dylan, there was this guy, he was, his name was Jesus, and he said to think for yourself and be born and fucking like, find, find you know, Serve the kingdom of heaven, find it. They fucking crucified that guy because he wouldn't be king of the Jews. He want to play along, so that's what the masses do. They fucking, if you don't fucking fit into their box, then you're a, a sad apologist, Kremlin puppet, um, t- uh, insurrectionist. And so, these two oh, and, parties and, and have and like a white nationalist, a dip-
8: fascist, racist,
0: yes, and a white nationalist, fascist, racist, and you, you don't take COVID seriously. So, that's what you are, and so you could shut up, and we're gonna fucking dehumanize you. Probably even torture you, but it's okay because you are not part of the group. Because you're non human. See, this is what I don't get about the fucking masses, bro. Like, how could you literally be, call yourself a liberal, and then literally go to the guy who supports Gina Haskell, the ex CEO of Raytheon, puts it, puts her, the defense secretary. She literally helped torture and waterboard people. And we're going to talk about how that was wrong. Then we make her head of the defense under Biden. These people, well, are, uh, I don't get
7: it.
8: Okay. I I don't get the liberals either because the liberals of twenty years ago are completely unrecognizable to the liberals today. Because my understanding was liberals is all what a, a lot of it had to do with. Okay, we don't want these big corporations running the earth, <laughs> right? And and now yeah. and now it's like, oh, how do we sacrifice ourselves at? record speed for these corporations how do we how do we right. worship them and suck their cock as fast oh as we God possibly God. can and it's like are, are, that's <sighs> not the story that i remember hearing
0: before <laughs> i remember hearing before. you should do that how in the fuck are they attached to big pharma at the hip like this bro Taking, telling you to take your vaccine from pfizer I, and jensen Jesse. they're getting like and is it literally a whole 180
8: and, and, and yeah and, and i thought the liberals were where a lot of the you know not that liberals and hippies are the same thing, but I mean, is it kind of, sort of in the, in the same sphere where it's like, okay, well, let's question these vaccines. And I don't trust anything unnatural going into my body. And da, 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 da. what happened to all that? We're not. We're not yeah. I mean, it, it, it flew over Trump. to you. You brought up Jesus right. a minute ago. Yeah. And I did an interview a month or two ago with a guy, and I, I'm not a Christian, but I what this guy was saying is I, I immediately wanted him on. So the, this guy was a Christian, and I, I was raised Christian, and particularly from my grandfather, I got a lot of the uh, the end times rapture story mm-hmm. fed, fed to me. Uh, came from my mom too, and, and all this stuff. And same, it, same. It, you know. And I don't want to say really weird; it's really scary stuff if you believe it. And this guy um, had this completely different interpretation of prophecy from the New Testament. That said, OK, all this stuff that all these people are predicting is going to happen soon, whenever soon is uh, that all happened in 70, A.D. because all, all the all these predictions were about the Romans destroying the Jewish temple. And I was like, OK, well, we need to have a conversation because I've, I've never I've never heard this before. And so through the conversation that the. the and the, the guy went through all, you know, all the different points of scripture that people usually say, okay, th- this is representing at some point in the future that Russia is going to do this or China is going to do that or that people are going to get beamed off the earth, you know, Star Trek style or whatever. And he says, no, this is what it actually meant in the context of the time. And it happened in 70 AD. And, and here's what happened. Well, now the reason I bring that up is because what I realized, particularly with my grandfather, who I saw um, waste his life away, waiting for Jesus to come back, and even told me on a number of occasions, number or there was one specific time he was even like, "Why even bother going to college if the rapture is going to happen in like any any minute, right?" You have these people who are literally not advancing themselves. They don't take care of their own bodies. That was another thing I, I would go to church with him, and it was just like everybody was just sick and dying, and there was this. in my he, its like he almost bragged about it. It's like, oh, that person just had stomach cancer, and that that person just had part of her intestines removed, and her husband just died from brain cancer. I mean, whenever I went to church with him, it, it, he he gave me like this tour of everybody sick and dying, and I'm like, what the, what the fuck is this?
0: Because yeah, because that's faith, though. That's faith, right? No,
8: what, what? No faith in what? Faith in what's being sold here in this rapture story is first off, in the with the Protestantism, you accept Jesus, you're saved. You you don't have to, you didn't have to do anything. You just say, I believe in Jesus. Boom. I'm saved. And, and if you believe in Jesus, you don't even have to do anything right now. Right? Because you believe in Jesus, you're going to get raptured off the earth. And all the evil people have to deal with all the evil stuff on the earth. It's like heroin, take this drug. You won't feel anything and you won't be responsible for your actions anymore.
0: Don't you think that it's funny that Jesus like himself gave like people a whole list of things like love your neighbor as yourself, love the lord your god, follow your heart, be meek and be uh, you know shrewd as a serpent and be born again and then you know make sure that you take care of you <laughs> He gave them like lots of stuff to do like it's not just believe in Jesus like you have to yeah. live your principles and values. He had a yeah. whole thing. So and, and, and
8: my point did was I and I, I know that's not a typical that's not a belief that
0: I get you I get your I get your, I get your point I get your point. Yeah, I, I, I totally get your point, point. and you're totally okay. right. I'm just saying that it's funny because, like Jesus Himself, Jesus Himself, ha, like none of the, the theology like matches Jesus. That's what I'm trying to. I'm trying. To, I guess that's what I'm trying to like posit. Yeah, yeah. It's, they, it's, they, they talk about don't be sick or whatever like that. He's talking about eating true. Tr- uh, he's eating uh, fruit from the right tr- the right tree that's not going to get you sick. He's talking about helping other people. They don't want to fucking help other people. They just want to fucking wait for Jesus to come back. It reminds me of that parable uh, and the product. Not the product, son the the, the 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 people that they found t- gold talents and one of the guy's servants he dug them in the field and he buried them. and oh, the yeah, master was, was right. like, "Where'd your talents go? I buried them, master. Well, you were supposed to use those, motherfucker. Right? You were supposed to use your life I gave you. <laughs> but uh, they missed that whole point. So I think that th- I think you're right. That is like heroin because then you're like you're completely missing the whole point of uh, well, what you're and doing.
8: Then- what I the, the greater point i wanted to make is th- that was just a, a a clear specific example that i'm sure most people are, are at some level familiar with that story is that i think most of the masses regardless of what what, what political framework or religious framework that, that, that they that fit in are looking for some sort of heroin like that that will absolve them of their own responsibility That's hey what, what could
0: for. be what could be better for- to absolve yourself of all personal responsibility than false events appearing real. Wouldn't that be amazing if we had those? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Um, basically this is what's going on, Dylan, in the fucking world today.
4: Tonight, the vaccine battle reaching a fever pitch in the nation's capital. If there is risk, there must be choice. Thousands rallying on the National Mall for the Defeat the Mandates protest, featuring some of the nation's most prominent
0: anti-vaxxers tried to get a burger last night we got turned away because we didn't have a proof of vaccination card. I'm not anti-vax. I'm fully vaccinated, but not this vaccine. Main reason being is because it's quote-unquote experimental. That's not
4: true. COVID-19 vaccines are fully approved, more scrutinized for safety than any vaccine in history. Supporters say mandating vaccines is the only way to get life back to normal and to protect those most vulnerable. But a new NBC News poll shows deep pessimism that may be hampering the vaccine effort. Seven in 10 Americans believe the country's on the wrong track. And 53% disapprove of President Biden's handling of COVID, his worst numbers yet. And just-
0: so this is really gay. It's funny. It's funny because, like, first of all, these vaccines don't fucking work. How do I know that? Well, uh, it's not because no, 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 i listen to Alex wait, wait, wait. Jones. First of, all, first of all, they're not vaccines. It's an experimental gene drug.
8: <laughs> it's an experimental gene therapy drug. Not let's not be vaccine. that
0: look, Dylan, let's not be that blatant with the disrespect of their precious vaccines that they got from Big Pharma, okay? Let's honor right, their okay, fucking, okay. let's honor their big ass pharma portfolio that the that the Congress has insider trading on. And a no liberal has said a word about it. <sighs> but also, guys, everybody who's gotten this Omicron is vaccinated and boosted. So why the fuck would I get your fucking vaccine if I'm gonna get it anyway? Why would I do that? It doesn't even make any because sense. Because we want again, you to be unworthy of that It doesn't a soul. make any sense. We, again, it, if
8: exactly. You, if you take the vaccine, you're absolved of responsibility.
0: <laughs> That's really what it is, Dylan. You're like not even joking, though. That's what's crazy. I'm not even joking. You're actually making more sense than anyone I've ever known, bro. You're actually explaining this to me and I'm very fucking weirded out by it, bro.
4: Well, <laughs> because I mean, you're
0: literally saying nonsense and you're making absolute sense right now. With the so, whole I mean, I, absolvable th- responsibility. Okay, that's th-
6: th- what's happening. This,
8: this, is, this is a horribly sad story. I've got a friend, he's he's older than me. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, basically, I'm basically young enough to be a son. He's got a daughter who's my age. That daughter has recently had, uh, he's, she's gotten married and she, she had a son. The daughter is full on into, into the vaccine stuff, won't let the grandfather, her dad, see the son because he won't get vaccinated. And no matter what my friend says, where it's like, you know, well, here's the actual immunity, here's the actual death count, Here, here's, here's the, 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 effect, the actual effect on children, which which is like negligent. Unless the child has forty-seven different comorbidities, it almost doesn't affect children at all. Doesn't matter. She won't listen. He can't see his grandson. And that's what they've
0: been doing this whole time, by the way. This manipulation game of you're hurting my kids. Please put the mask on. It's not for me. It's not for me. It's for me to help your kids. It's for me to help the people that are immunodeficient and blah, blah blah. Let me tell you something. I have immunodeficiencies, and I don't give a shit about this and i've been around since march i've seen these two parties how they work how they turn this whole shit into a goddamn fucking circus and literally this is the, the vaccines i've seen the vaccines if the vaccines worked if people were st- stop giving covid like they said if we're if we're going to like flatten the curve if they if anything happened like they said it was going like they said it was going to happen then i'd be on board but nothing's happened like they said it was going to happen well, well, it not like nothing's happened like it not. said it was
8: going to happen it's like the literal opposite
0: <laughs> exactly so literally when people are getting COVID and they got booster shots and fucking double faxed why would I get your fucking vaccine I don't understand how it's even an issue anymore this doesn't make well, any and then how, how are they not working bro how are people
8: still ignoring the number of people dying and having incredibly adverse reactions. I, I I don't mean like they got a rash or something. I mean yes. they have seizures yeah, or they yeah, got right. myocarditis or or something insane. Like it's thousands and thousands and thousands, according to the official numbers. Which are, which I mean, if you look at something like Project Veritas, they've already caught people trying to you know this is how it gets covered up where the the numbers don't actually yes. reach the bear system. That's a very interesting it's like, a project right there. And I mean, for me, it's like okay, um, maybe vaccines are good, maybe the bad that's a different discussion is they don't work. one do that this one thing i mean and again th- this is a different discussion from vaccines because i'm on a fucking vaccine is that this thing harms you very very directly with a very very high chance relatively speaking of a fucking killing you and be permanently hurting you and and yeah. you're just going to be like i'm going to go get the booster
0: yeah because then, then you're not killing
8: my kids well, And, and then have, have you seen people sharing tweets of someone who, who's like, I, you know, I just got the third booster and now I have myocarditis, but I don't want this to be a reason for people not to get the vaccine because it's important that everybody gets it.
0: They're literally sacrificing themselves for the greater good. How amazing is that? Well, that's left, isn't it?
8: And and, and oh I, I mean, okay, let me put my sociopath on hat. It's like, can you guys remove yourself from the gene pool even faster, please? Because like,
0: I mean, <laughs> how do literally- How do you breathe and tie your shoes? I don't understand. Like, literally, I agree, bro, because I'm tired of this bullshit. I'm fucking tired. Like, literally, they're virtue signaling us into, like, uh... but, you know, somebody's listening. This guy who's got a 20% approval rating, he's actually starting to back off. Check him out. Check out the dementia.
6: administration is withdrawing its COVID-19 vaccination and testing regulations aimed at large businesses. This comes after the Supreme Court blocked the rule earlier this month. OSHA says it's revoking the requirements too, but they're still prioritizing resources to focus on finalizing a permanent health care standard for COVID-19. This withdrawal will be effective starting tomorrow. The rule would have affected nearly 80 million people with some exceptions for those with religious objections.
8: So, so why don't just, you try and wait and wait making your fucking three. vaccines
0: work first?
6: How oh, wait, wait! just, just making your vaccines
0: work first? I,
8: I, 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 I just gotta say that this cracked me up. So, OSHA has decided to drop the rule in the face of the Supreme Court ruling.
7: Yeah. As if it you could
8: do something else. Like, isn't the Supreme Court your fucking boss? <laughs> like, what else is. Well, the Supreme Court said we can't do it. So I suppose we could stop now that the Supreme Court said that we had to stop. But
0: oh, we're not, yes. admitting,
8: well, I'm not admitting that they're in charge or anything. Like,
0: don't what you understand, do though? The Democrats are in charge of legislating morality now, even though they've literally tortured people, inflicted drone strikes on weddings of American citizens, literally had fucking uh, sexually assaulters uh, uh, fucking smeared by CNN, and then fucking lied on straight up camera about all of their fucking dealings with the campaign of Cuomo. They literally don't care. Just as long as you get your vaccine and you don't. Yeah, yeah, I I know they don't care. People
8: lie all the time. I don't know they, 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 all why, why the time, have and I, like- I, th- I think we're we're in this amazing time where we can actually check them for the first time.
0: Yeah,
8: that's why they're mad.
0: That's why they're mad, bro. Well, well, that's why they got fact checkers now.
8: Well, they're mad, and I think that they're they're completely checked out. They've they've never, you know, these people at the top, they've never had jobs, they've never had to interact with with, with poor middle class people. They they've, they've never had to live a normal life, and they literally have no idea what they're doing to the majority of people that they, they, they just simply can't comprehend it. And so when people are like, well, we don't want to get the vaccine because people are dying. They're just like, well, we have a plan to put the vaccine on people. So I don't, who, who are you? What's the problem? I don't understand. What I mean, what what did Jen Saki say that, um, oh, if you've got a problem, just drink a margarita and go back to work on Monday. Yeah. Do some
0: kickboxing. Oh. Yeah, this is kickboxing. What, it's a like, white pri- what a white privileged little bitch ass answer to, to say. Like, literally, they say you ain't black and they say this shit. Go watch your kickboxing. And then they call Trump a racist. Like, your privilege is so wide, Jen. I swear to God, Simone Sanders should have had your job.
8: These people I, are. I will, say, I will say about they're Jen Psaki. A, they're, a, they're
0: a mockery of liberal values.
8: I, I, I will yeah. say about Jen Psaki, I am impressed. I am seriously oh, impressed with oh her shit. ability to Holy keep a straight stuff. face. Like how, how does she hold it together?
0: <laughs> day after day, she keeps a straight face and Where and else like, is she gonna go, bro? Where else she gonna go? She ain't gonna go she ain't working nowhere else, bro. She she's gonna go to CNN? Maybe if they fucking fire Don Lemon for fucking calling Kyle Rick I don't I don't a think little, she's
8: gonna. I don't think she has the luster to make it on. Yeah, um,
0: I, I definitely can't make it on Fox either, too. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, she can't wear a skirt, bro, 24-7 like uh, Gret- Gretchen Carlson could. Yeah, I don't think, I don't yeah, think so, she has the taste for it and the hair for it. So, long story short, this is all a sick, sad mockery of our principles and values. These people don't represent us at all. And, like you just blatantly said, they don't even fucking know our lives. So, how could mm-hmm. they possibly be our leaders? So, guys, can we stop this shit? You know what? I was I was listening. I was watch, I was reading a, a, The American Crisis by Thomas. This fucking ran out at me. I'm going to after you.
8: Wait, so, wait. I, I'm sorry. Uh, it kind of a little. You're reading The What by Who?
0: Oh, Thomas Paine, uh, American Crisis. He says, "'Tis surprising to see how rapidly a panic will sometimes run through a country. All nations and ages have been subjected to them. Britain trembled like an ague at the report of a French fleet. A report of a French fleet." In the 14th century, the whole English army ravaged in the king of uh, ravaging the king of kingdom of France was driven back like petrified men. And then it turned out that a brave exploit was performed by a few broken forces collected and headed by a woman, Joan of Arc, with success. So they were all ma- they were all crazed about this French fleet, this, the British, the British. Turns out Joan of Arc, this crazy girl who thought she was hearing God, God voices kicked their asses. And it wasn't a French fleet. It was just Joan. So it's just like, we're literally just like, oh my God, it's a it's a pandemic of the vaccinated. Turns out it's your fucking vaccines, your ties with corporate big pharma, your fucking deep state uh, moguls who lie on cue and uh, all of the mainstream media that assist in manufacturing consent for your bullshit that nobody believes anymore. So literally, it's all well, falling apart, guys. Well,
8: uh, well, I can never remember the name of the guy who was like the ex-Soviet propaganda minister dude who came over here and he gave an interview in the 80s talking about how the propaganda that was going to work that they've been infiltrating with the West with, and he said that people are going to get to the point where it doesn't matter what you show them. You can show them any fact, you can show them any research, you can show them any, any talk. It doesn't matter they won't be able to question the official narrative and fuck me if we aren't seeing that. I don't know how to undo it, but I understand now that undoing it isn't simply a matter of, of regurgitating facts at them. Now, not not to say that it isn't important to you know constantly be on top of what actually is going on, but for these, these zombie masses, these NPCs, as I think is a, a very good way to put them, un- <laughs> unworthies of souls, um, facts don't matter. And, I, I don't know what the deal is, although I, I will I will suspect it. I will suggest this, is that after observing my mother throughout my life, it occurred to me that I think there's – if you took like a percentage of the population, there's a very big chunk. And I th- when I say big chunk, I think like double-digit percentage that if they were simply given the opportunity, they would be a Hitler – or a Stalin, or a Pol Pot, or a, um, a, a Mao Zedong, or you or know, any, any of these guys that made the, the mega murder list of just like s- slaughtering their own country um, seven ways to Sunday and starving them in, in, into absolute terror and submission. The only thing preventing the most of the population from doing this is they simply haven't had the opportunity to have that level of control over somebody else. And what we're seeing in the, the uh, COVID tyranny is Karen's, as we've 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 liked to to deem them, are suddenly getting that taste of power. Finally, finally, I can tell other people what to do. I have the power to tell other people what to do. And they're and they're coming out of the woodwork. And like I said, i, I think I'm, I'm just,
3: gonna...
0: what's that? I'm sorry. It's just sorry to interrupt you, but like I have to say, like honestly, Dylan, I honestly feel like that's a human nature trait because well, well, any of us could be a solid because I, I, I really do feel like there's there's it's getting to the point where there's only one option. And that's the, the option that our founding fathers took. And if that, that is, then that means I'm advocating for violence. But like, I don't want to kill people, but I just feel like that would be better if the Democrats and Republicans were all hung on the trees outside the East Coast, just like they should be as traitors. That,
8: that, that would be emotionally satisfying, but I don't think it would fix anything so you don't think so so ah, here's why why not here's why okay, please so f- when we are uh, a populous mass that doesn't actually understand how the system works and the, uh, unfortunately i mean uh not fortunately unfortunately that a lot of that's due to no fault of our own that's due to the fact that we have never taught how to not only not taught how the system works we were it was cleverly obfuscated how the system works to make sure that we, we didn't understand how it works if we were to get rid of the current leaders, put them all up on the gallows, Republican and Democrat alike, start over. Yeah. Okay, maybe there would be a blip. However, it would get infiltrated. We, we, we would have new scum that would rise to the top and that yeah. the populace still wouldn't understand how the system works.
7: Hmm. That's
0: true. You're, You're right already. about that. But they are the ones in charge of the, all the division. Like, they're the ones doing the whole January sixth thing. Like it's a fucking. Meanwhile, covertly I, expanding I, I the Act powers what, what, and fucking making us all domestic terrorists. That shit would stop, right? For it wouldn't
8: stop. It it, it it wouldn't stop. I mean, like I said, it, it might get slowed down. And there might be a, there might be a reset of saying, okay, well, the people who were doing that aren't doing that anymore. Are 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 more people? You know, more people going to do it. Right um I I think absolutely it would the the critical thing to do here is to start learning and understanding the system and I I I actually did an interview today with somebody just just on the subject it's not it's not posted yet because I gotta edit it still but is when you understand how the and I'm particularly referring to the American system here how the American system functions and how the American system was set up it's actually Absolutely fucking incredible. The problem is nobody knows how it works, except our Illuminati overlords that want to take you know take advantage of it and, and break it to pieces and prevent us from ever learning what it is and organizing to actually use it. Um, okay. imagine we're flying a plane. I, I I can't remember if I talked to you about this last time. We're flying a plane and.
7: All enough Too much for a man to take Everything's bound to break Sooner or later, sooner or later You're all that I can trust Facing the darkest days Everyone ran away We're gonna stay here We're gonna stay here Ah. I will be here tonight I'll never leave your side. When there's no one, no one else around I'll be your fire when the lights go out When there's no one, no one else around We'll be two souls in a ghost town And the world gets cold I'll be your shadow, let's Till tomorrow, when there's no one, no one else around There'll be two souls in a ghost town Tell me how you got this far Every man for himself Everyone's gonna hell We're gonna stay here, we're gonna stay here All we have left is our All we all have is love Might as well start with us Singing a new song, something to build on I know we're there tonight I'll never leave your side But there's no one, no one else around I'll be your fire when the lights go out there's no one, no one else around We'll be two souls in a ghost town And the world gets cold I'll be your shadow, let's just hope Until tomorrow, when there's no one, no one else around We'll be two souls in a ghost town be your shadow because you're gonna shine like gold in this mad mad in this mad mad world even with no love you're gonna shine like gold in this mad Else around, I'll be your fire when the lights go out. When there's no one, no one else around, we'll be two souls in a ghost town. When there's no one, no one else around, I'll be your fire when the lights go out. When there's no one, no one else around, we'll be two souls in a ghost town. And the world gets cold, I'll be your shadow. Just hope Until tomorrow When there's no one, no one else around We'll be two souls in a ghost town When there's no one, no one else around We'll be two souls in a ghost town
0: This is the end of part one An America in crisis. Tommy Nation Politics Podcast. Reach out to us at www.tommynationpolitics.com or catch us at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Tommy Nation Politics. Y'all be free thinking, innovative, and totally open-minded. Have a great week.